Well, hey, folks, welcome back to the Dropouts Podcast. We're glad you're here with us. I am Hunter. We got Corey. We got Statman. We got Jason. We're fully loaded tonight. Say hi to the people, Jason. We'll start with you, bud. What's going on, fellas? Everybody out there in podcast land. Uh, man, I had a uh, momentous occasion today. Yeah, you're going to tell us all about that, aren't you? Bragger. He's going to have some sick braggers going. Uh, Corey, what's up, bud? What's going on, fellas? Glad y'all having me back on tonight. I hope everybody's staying warm and dry. Yeah, we got a little rain down here in South Georgia. Statman, what up, dog? What's going on, man? This I is three in a row. This is three in a row, man. That's a stat. Hey, <laughs> that's considered a streak, right? That, there. That's the hat trick, babe. Yeah. Does that fall somewhere in a triple double or a double triple? <laughs> no. Let's do it. Hey, let's talk about something real quick before I want Jason to tell his momentous occasion that he had today. Pretty cool story. Um, Statman, you sent us a picture. See, what we have, we have a group text message. This is how we communicate with each other uh, to a schedule or recording sessions and whatnot. And he sent this picture. And obviously I can't show you because we're on a podcast, but it was a picture of a fa- – he called it the family size. <laughs> Pap- family pack. Family pack of the Paps Blue Ribbon, PBR. Uh, for those of you who are beer drinkers and cheap ones, you have had one of these before. <laughs> uh, how much was the was the family pack? 60 bucks? 60 bucks. Okay. For and- 99, 99 cans of beer. That's, a, that's the point I was fixing to make, JT, is that – Less than a dollar a can should tell you something about this PBR. Hey man, buy in volume. And buy in volume. M- me and Jace, me and JT were on the same side, and 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 Corey and Statman apparently are PBR fans because when I said something about this, Corey called me, and I had to look this up. I did. <laughs> he called me bougie. Uh, ur- urban Urban Dictionary. I had to look it up. I know what it means now. I didn't know what it meant before then. And my response then at the time was, I don't speak Canada. <laughs> and what I don't even remember what all I said now, but I, I didn't know what the word meant. But it sounded oh, I said it sounded like a dirty word or a dessert, yes. and that sounds delicious if it is. For those of you who's listening, bougie means, and then you, maybe you guys got to correct me, means you're 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 kind of got some rich blood in you, right? That's right. Okay. Along, the, along the same lines. I don't, but I also don't <laughs> like my beer to taste like sewer water, so. I thought that was a funny little story, mainly because I learned the word bougie, and I might use this on a regular basis now. Hey. Probably not. Jason, <laughs> JT, hey, what's up, man? Expanding your vocabulary. So well, we are not, we are not, there's there's none of us on this podcast that are bougie, I promise you. No. 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 Not if we <laughs> want to be. I would love to be too good for, <laughs> for a cheap beer, but I'm not. <laughs> it's just not happening, guys. Um, no, so Jason, not. speaking of sending pictures, um, he sent a picture, uh, today of an individual and I'll tell you what my picture response was because, <laughs> you know, it wasn't near as fun as Jason. So Jason, y- you have a cool story. You were somewhere really super special near dear to all of our hearts. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, I happened to take a trip to the classic city. Uh, last night I got up there and spent the, spent the afternoon, uh, a little while yesterday, I got up there about uh, probably about two o'clock or so, and uh, spent the afternoon there, um, and went out to eat. And this morning, I got up and decided I would, you know, kind of walk around and check things out. hadn't been to the Buttsmere uh, Athletic Facility uh, in a while, so uh, wanted to go there. And uh, so I I walk up to the to the building, open the doors, and you know, immediately, you know, the the scent of the historic museum hits my nostrils. What does that smell like? Uh, just is it bougie? Out, just pure out <laughs> Georgia tradition. Maybe a little bougie in there. I don't know. Uh, but no, I walked in there and you know started kind of looking around, and happened to uh, walk up and this older gentleman passed by me and I kind of looked at him and I was like, wow, that looked like Lauren Smith. So me being the, the social butterfly that I am, that my wife calls me, I say, Lauren. And he turns around 
and it was Lauren Smith, the the sideline voice of our beloved Bulldogs. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you uh, clarified because there's some folks probably thinking, who's Lauren Smith? Yeah, uh, the next probably the next closest thing to Larry Munson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, A living legend in his own right, absolutely. Yes, I guarantee you. So, uh, super, super cool guy. Uh, you know, just talked to him briefly. You know, he looked like he was busy because he had some papers in his hand. And, um, <laughs> Which is the, what I uh, do at work. That's a classic move right there. I'm on to you, <laughs> Lauren Smith. Hey, listen, quick tip. Clipboard, piece of paper, walk around your yeah, building. No one, t- yeah, no I one mean, stops you. No, nope. yeah, a mail folder works well too. They'll look over there and be like, "Man, this dude's been busy all day. I don't know what he's doing, but he's he's getting it done." Yeah, no one will stop you unless it's me, and and I see you. I'm like, "Hey, this, this is Lawrence. <laughs> this is Lauren Smith." So uh, I'm going to so impede yeah. his day. Yeah, I, I, and I did. Uh, so yeah, I talked to him for a little bit, and uh, you know, he was gracious enough to take a photo op with me. Pretty uh, cool. And. Uh, I asked him how morale was, and uh, he said morale was great. And the thing that we've been talking about uh, on the podcast and and really stressing the whole time we've been playing this season is execution. Yeah. And those words came out of Lauren Smith's mouth. He said, we just have to execute. And I was like, you're spot on with that. And – you know, I told him thank you for the photo opportunity. It was a real honor, and uh, he went about his way, and I went about mine. And very cool, very cool time, man. Yeah. In my life, I, I, the big I the big forget. question here is: Did you convince Lauren Smith to download the Dropouts podcast? Uh, you know, man. After we got finished taking <laughs> the picture, I was like, man, I should have mentioned our podcast too. <laughs> uh, but it, no. it wouldn't have mattered. I could, yeah. Oh, really? I'll go check it out right now. Yeah, but do we think Warren Smith knows what a podcast is? Well, he didn't really. He didn't. He didn't actually know what a snap was either. Because yeah, because when I said, "Hey, do you mind taking a snap with me, a photo op?" and he was like, "Uh, "Yeah." (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. But they've got a, uh, and I haven't been, and and the lady that that I talked to, she's. They have a actual, I guess, a receptionist type lady that sits right there next to the front door, and kind of gives you direction if you have never been there before or whatever. Um, super, super nice lady, and uh, she had been. They had done that, I guess, for the past five years, and uh, it's been that long since I've been in the museum. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, spent some time talking to her, man, and she, uh, she just. I mean, super, super nice. She just told me to take pictures, videos of everything. You know, you can go to this floor, that floor. Um, showed me pictures of the new approved uh, renovations that are that are coming up uh, January. To the tune of like uh, $80 million. Yes. Thank you, Georgia yeah. Board of Regents. Yes. yes. Very much and thank you. So, and it's just like we said, you know, I mean, you've got these other schools that, that are, you know, trying to outdo – this one and outdo this one and you know trying to outdo us really you know right well i mean it's it's Uh, been dubbed the sec arms race i mean you've got schools that are putting out mega bucks for this stuff and it's just what you got to do it's an ongoing battle i mean that's how you that's how you win recruits man you you know you got to have the you got to have the best of the best and it's really cool what some of these universities are doing i'm sure there's a lot of them that's doing this a lot of them have barber shops on campus i think uh south carolina i know put in a recording studio that's pretty yeah. cool, you know. Yeah, that's pretty. I cool. think they actually stole that. They actually stole that because yeah. uh, we yeah, put we a, a DJ yeah. booth in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Sony Michelle made his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody cops everybody, right? That's just that's just how bougie is, man. That's just what we do. Did I use that right? <laughs> Not quite. Oh, okay. So JT had a great past couple days there in the classic city in Athens. Yes. I'm uh, envious. He sent that picture of Lauren Smith, and I responded with the picture of my coffee maker. <laughs> because I didn't have – I just nothing. I had nothing. Nope. So he got a picture of my coffee maker, and Corey sent a picture of a map. 
Some of us were working. Well, it looked to me like a Dora the Explorer map, like the map that found the map, you know, that one. So, whatever. Well, you know, they they had to dumb it down for me to find my way around the installation. So, it looked like the map was kind of wadded up, like you was aggravated with it or something. Uh, It was a hand-me-down. What can I say? All uh, right, so okay. let's get into some football talk. So pretty cool week 11. Not not a lot of surprises. We had a few, not really. Um, you know, week 11 was what it was. The, the marquee game, of course, was LSU-Alabama. Um, week 12 was a lot more interesting. Not a lot of storylines came out of this, none that really interest us anyway. Um, the Georgia-Mizzou game ended exactly the way we want. We thought it would. It ended with a shutout. Georgia still has yet to allow a rushing touchdown, which is ridiculous at this point in the it's season. Insane. That's crazy. The stats that Georgia defense is putting up right now is it's just it's un it's unheard of. It's not how about unheard the, of. How about the goal line? How about the goal line stand right there at the end of the how game? How about that? That's right? Pretty, that was awesome. They were at the one. They were at the one yard line. Yeah. And, uh, we could have. We could have folded and let them let them score. But man, we dug in and and <laughs> shut them down. I wasn't so much worried about them scoring. I just didn't want them to get a rushing touchdown. I don't know why that means anything to me. But I just right. And the the funny do. part about that drive was you could see we started out the drive with a lot of third string guys in then you'd mix a, yeah. a, a number two and a starter in here when they got inside the 10 kirby sent the number one unit out there and yeah he, that he shows was adamant that, that shows that those guys on the field are, are taking as much pride in it or more than we are absolutely so, i think uh, it was jake ruse i think that's how you say his name and i don't remember who he's attached to but anyway he put a stat on twitter that we, we retweeted the stat was on average per game let me see if you guys saw this or know this do you know how many defensive players play on average per game? I think me and JC talked about this earlier, so don't answer if you remember. It's a staggering number. I believe it was something like 28. 24. On 24, average yeah, per yeah. game, Georgia plays 24 players on defense. That's depth, brother. That's depth, yep. and that's talent, and that's getting – and they're young. Man, they're young. And I mean, the safeties are J.R. Reed and Richard LeCount, but – there, there's Lewis Seen back there that can play safety. He's 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 doing his part in rotating and getting these kids ready. And it's just absolutely this is possibly and this is isn't us spinning this. One of the best defenses, if not the best defense Georgia has ever had, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. Well, it keeps it, it keeps everybody fresh. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it it doesn't wear them down or anything like that. Right. You know, I mean, and it's and, and, and that's my, a tough matchup for a lot of these teams that have no offense. Like, well, let's yeah. just be frank yeah. about it, Auburn. And, you know, we'll get into the George Auburn preview here in a little bit. Um, so, were anybody – is anybody surprised about from any of the results that came from Week 11? We're going to kind of go over our picks and talk about some of these games. I, I really wasn't surprised. Um, the results were what they were. Actually, I w- well, one one game got us. One game, one got game definitely us. got yeah, us. Yeah, and it was somewhat of a surprise when you look back at it. Like, wow, wow. Maybe that uh, shouldn't have been that big of a surprise, but it was. Um, I want to touch on something, too, before we go any further, uh, just to kind of see how you guys feel about it. The video. Did you guys see the video that came out of the LSU locker room after LSU won against Alabama? Yeah. And oh, Coach yes. O with yeah. the expletives and all that stuff. How are we feeling about that? I loved it. You loved it? See, you know, I'm kind of at the opposite. I think that's a bad look for Coach O, maybe. And he regrets it getting out, but no. Well, here's the thing. Emotions run so high. That's a huge game. You can see the emotions on the field after the game. And, you know, if you don't like it, get the cameras out of the locker room. Is kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, and I think I don't think it was intended to get out. I think it was a kid well, with a Snapchat you know, or this, something. Well, it, it kind of goes back, uh, if you remember, if you remember um, the locker room incident with the Cardinals after they beat the Braves. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's kind of the same, same instance. Yeah. I mean, you know. Um, it, if it's behind closed doors, you know, you don't want it to get out and, you know, people, people don't need to have cameras in there, but, yeah. uh, things happen, man. I mean, the emotions, emotions run high. I mean, Hey, that game meant a imagine, lot to LSU. Yeah. Could you, could you imagine the emotion in that locker room, man, just going through, you know, Ed O's, I mean, he's a fiery guy anyway. Yeah. I love Ed O. Listen, I'm going to be honest. Oh, raging Cajun down yeah. there. Yeah. I like him a lot. So, I mean, after after eight years of defeat and finally getting that, that W in Tuscaloosa, 
more or less. Yeah. I mean, golly, how could you not be just pure overjoyed and ecstatic about it? I mean, you've seen the you've seen the LSU players going over to the Alabama recruits in the end zone, them, hey, you need to think long and hard about what you're doing. You need to. Yeah, you know what though. They need to say long guys. Cool, you guys are doing a great job, but come on now. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's I mean, it's just the emotion yeah. uh, of of the moment. You know, the, yeah. Just well, to, to touch on the recruiting for a second, you know, LSU is the hot commodity. They are, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Georgia was when they got Kirby. Now you've got you know Joe Brady, who is a, a superstar, and uh, he he's a a, a big time coach in the making, and we talked about it earlier that depth that we have at Georgia is about is from recruiting, recruiting well. And, you know, whatever you got to do to recruit. Yeah. However, I will say this LSU is really, really good right now because of Joe Burrow and Joe Brady. Right. Joe Burrow's gone next year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Along with a lot they're of, have other, to, yeah, along with a lot of other folks. Yeah. And they're going to have to find somebody that fits the system as, and picks up the system as well as he does. I think they will. I think the LSU is going to, be around for a little while. All right. And so one thing, one oh, thing, one thing I want to hit on real quick is, you know, when the season started or before the season started, we we were previewing all these teams, and we had previewed LSU. We, you know, we all agreed that, you know, they were gonna they were gonna give Bama a run this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always my my only knocks on LSU was they didn't have a ground attack. Well, my God Almighty! Carl Edwards Helaire yeah. is an animal. They found one. Did they not find? Dude, one? he is he is uh, so much fun to watch too. Well, I uh, kid, man. Yeah, I feel like LSU. I won't say they completely changed their game plan, but they definitely changed the offense up. We haven't seen a running attack like that from LSU. Mm. They haven't had to. So you know, I guess, and I'll I'll be the first one to say that you know, coming into that game, I said, well, LSU's running game is pretty much non-existent. Yeah. Effective, but you well, know, definitely not, definitely not going to shoot the lights out. Well, they proved me wrong. They certainly showed another yeah. element, didn't they? It was it was fun to watch. By the way, I say they proved me wrong, but I was one of us to pick LSU in that game. We actually all three. There was three of us that picked LSU. There you uh, go. Myself, Corey, Statman. But before Corey joined the staff, I was the only one on the show who picked LSU preseason. I called this a long know. time ago. I don't know if anybody yep. remembers that, but sick brag, I did. Uh, we're already talking about it, so I might as well talk about it. Obviously, the LSU won 46-41, uh, dominated pretty much the entire game. Um, Tua did not have a very great day. In fact, Right there, pretty close to their goal line on their fir- one of their first drives for Alabama, Manti Teo's girlfriend caused Tua to fumble. <laughs> and, yeah, and it, it, was, it was just a weird fumble. I don't know if he was trying to swap hands or what, but it, that was just kind of how his day went. You know? Well, we, we talked about coming into this game that Tua's health was going to be a driving factor in he the game. He has some serious durability issues. He he definitely does, and I, and I honestly I'll give the kid a break as far as Mantatayo's girlfriend. Yeah, but I do think that you is know, it too soon? He was oh absolutely not, <laughs> but he uh, I feel like he was worried about that ankle from the open snap, you know, because that's a play that Tua doesn't usually he make. He had like he had surgery like twenty two minutes before the game started. Exactly, you know exactly, what I mean? and it wasn't that soon. You know, it was like two weeks. If, if, if you're an Alabama fan. You might want to start worrying you gotta, because you if gotta they be put, concerned. Yeah. If they put Tua in that game with that big of implications on the line and he was nowhere near healthy, we saw that. I mean, anybody with with a pair of eyes could see that Tua was nowhere near healthy. Right. What's that say about your depth at quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the, the Alabama's game coming up, but, you know, uh, JT was the only guy that picked Bama to win, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, what? Yeah. But what I I also predicted, Najee to have a big game. You did, and Najee did have a big game. He had a he really. Did. Good he had game. to. Yeah, he had to. And, I think uh, it was 150 I mean, yards, a touchdown, something like that. Can That's anybody just... tell me what is up with Alabama running backs? And I'm not knocking them because they're because of their success. I mean, Derrick mm-hmm. Henry's a giant, so he can do whatever he wants, and I'll tell him so. Yeah. But uh, Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, 
the running style of running straight up and down. Dude. I've never seen it. Yeah. Never seen it like these guys. And it be successful. And be successful. That, yeah. That's the that's the crazy part. The only thing I can figure is these guys are just so big, and you know, I, obviously they're big, and nobody wants to get in their way. I don't, I don't blame <laughs> I them. Guess. Right? I don't blame them. So no. yeah, here's our records after, for week eleven. We, we should have been doing this all season. We didn't, but whatever. I ended up at seven and three on the week. JT was at six and four. Corey was at nine and one. Whatever. Yes, sir. Statman also at seven to three. Let's start with Vandy at UF. Um, <laughs> JT, <laughs> where's that anchor now, yeah. Jason? <laughs> Listen, yeah, they, they, uh, I think they anchored themselves. <laughs> yeah, the over and under for this game was at forty-eight and a half. Florida more than covered it. It was a fifty-six to nothing shutout. Three out of four of us picked Florida, as painful as that was uh, to do. But yeah, Vanderbilt's they just man they gave up. They just slap gave did. up. And because the first half, uh, the, I don't wasn't it like ten to nothing at halftime or something. No, nah, like it was that? like fourteen, thirteen, fourteen to nothing. Yeah, something like that. Something, yeah, it, I mean it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Yeah, they never I, Florida I, never I, had to kick a field goal. It, it was straight touchdowns all game. Yeah, the second yeah. half was just. I mean, yeah, like yeah I Vanderbilt said, stayed in the locker room. Yeah, they, they did. did. I mean, they they were playing with anchors in their pants or something. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, we were all. Pretty unanimous on the Baylor and TCU. We all picked Baylor. We all picked Oklahoma to beat Iowa State. No surprise there. Uh, the Iowa-Wisconsin game, we we were split. JT and Corey picked Wisconsin. They, of course, did it right. And me and Statman over here, we picked the Hawkeyes, and, well, they burned us. So <laughs> appreciate that, fellas. Statman, where you at, dude? I'm I'm over here. Okay. I'm uh he's 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 pulling his stats, man. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll proceed. And you guys laughed at me when I said this, but ha ha ha, I got you. Uh, Maryland and Ohio State. Ohio State was of course favored by forty three and a half points. They covered that. Uh, the over and under was sixty three and a half, and I called for the over here. And you darn did. if they didn't get the over. You did. Sixty three to ten was the final score. <laughs> So, yeah. Nope, there's a train. You guys hear that? That's cool. Yeah. Hi. Well, I'm I'm near train trash, guys, but so close you can hear it. Hopefully it's not disturbing the audio too much. Um, Minnesota and Penn State, that gummit. We all picked Penn State to win this game. Um, and, of course, we were wrong. Minnesota won the game. And they got a top five win or top uh, ten win. Uh, beating the number four Penn State. Not sure what's going How on. How do we feel about that? Somebody's phone in a chip bag over there. Or... Yeah, I'm not sure what's <laughs> happening, but uh, I, I there's not there's no real way to feel about it. I think I think Minnesota played. It was a well coached game from PJ Fleck. He had a great game plan. He took away some of what Penn State does best, and they were just a better team that day. Now. I don't know. I don't know what to think of it from this point on. Does that mean Penn State just isn't as good? No, I don't think so. I think Penn State uh, still. Are, are they? Are is Penn State a pretender or are they for real? No, I think they're for real. I think they just. Well, we're, we're going to find out very soon. We're going to find out very soon in this coming stretch. Yes, and not this week. Um, but they still got to play Michigan. They still got to play uh, Ohio State. That will be. You know what I mean? That'll be the game. That that is the telltale for Penn State. And Ohio State gets Chase Young back with our, you know, never yeah. transparent, never the same NCAA ruling. Hey, I'm fine with yeah. it. I'm fine with him coming back and playing. That's great. I'm cool with it. Well, they get him. They get him back. They they lose him for like no names and Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. They're two top top teams that they're playing. They're playing. They're that playing seems, Rutgers. That's, that seems to be the uh, the norm for Ohio State NCAA violations. Remember the tattoos a few years ago? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Back in time for their big bowl game. Oh yeah. Yeah. So tennis. I'm sorry. About, uh, I, I will say this about Minnesota. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll be the one to uh, to call out. Um, I think they're pretenders. Oh, but you um, think Minnesota's Minnesota. pretenders? Yeah, they got the they got the big win Saturday. There right. ain't no taking away from that. They're undefeated in the top ten. I don't know when the last time they were in the top ten was. I don't know the last time they had a winning record. But uh, I, yeah. they rank pretty much in the middle of the pack in all defensive categories in the Big Ten, not even in the country. Right. Um, 
their offense is – I mean, it's, it's a, they rank third in total offense in, in the Big Ten and third in, in Russian offense in the Big Ten. And I'll rank in the top five or even the top seven in any defensive category. So not not great, and you know their claim to fame right now is beating Penn State, and that is their entire resume at this point. And I've you know there's been several other media outlets to say that as much. So we'll find out how how Minnesota is built in the coming um, weeks. Uh, Tennessee, they went into Lexington and pulled out a win. Statman, you went on a limb there with uh, the Wildcats. It got you. Yeah. Big Blue let me down. Yeah, we already established <laughs> LSU took down Bama. Uh, we all picked our our uh, UGA, our Georgia Bulldogs, to win against Mizzou. They did that. They covered the spread. They did not hit the over-under. UGA scored the only points at 27-0 to zero shutout, which was really cool. Um, Kansas State went to, uh, to Texas. Texas was favored. Texas won. That one got me, me and – JT, we picked uh, Kansas State to win that game. We didn't. We didn't do too well in that one, JT. That was, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, that that took a last second field goal. Yeah, it did. It, yeah, it did. It, it was a close game. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a toss up. Yeah. A win's a win, baby. Nine and one. It is. Hey, you right? Yeah, you got it. Everybody's <laughs> above 500 right now, so that's cool. So let's talk about something real quick in regards to the playoff, uh, because this this badge to. What we're going to, this is going to lead into the next segment. All right, so Georgia is, is, is going to the Plains. We're going to Jordan-Hare State in the face Auburn. Um, we're all assuming Georgia is going to beat Auburn. I feel pretty confident about it. I'm not sure. They have really good defense. However, their offense is built on the run game, which is something Georgia is obviously really, really good at stopping. Bo Nitch is unpredictable. We don't know what version of Bo Nitch we're going to get. Um, and our defensive line is also talented. Not quite as talented as Auburn's right now, but we still have a, a, a good, uh, solid foundation up front. Here, here's the question I have for you guys. Let's just say, we're going to look at two scenarios. If Georgia loses to Auburn, does that completely dash our playoff hopes if we win the rest of the way and win the rest of the way includes a win over LSU in the SEC championship game? Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I, we're, I we're feel done. like it. I feel like it does, but you know, it, it also depends on how some other team schedules play out. Yeah, and that's true. But the most likely scenario here is this: Georgia's. I, I predict Georgia to beat Auburn. Spoiler alert, right? I don't think they're going to have any trouble with with A and M either. I think they're going to beat A and M, and there's going to be a pretty much a practice against Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech is is also in a, as much as. We like to hate the nerds. It is they're pitiful bad. in Atlanta they're, right they're now. They're just awful right now. Yeah, and that's that's not a knock on them. It's just what it is. They got a first year coach who's completely changing their their offensive philosophy. So this is what was expected, right? Yeah, he he's got all these players from a, a, a previous regime that you know they're used to running a high school offense and running triple options. Right, right. So again, now Auburn could very well beat Georgia. I don't know, but. Tomorrow's or Saturday's game is super important for Georgia for two reasons. One, obviously, if they win tomorrow, they clinch the East again, effectively punching their ticket to go to Atlanta. However, if they if they and also if they win, this pretty much keeps them in the driver's seat to get to the playoffs. If they lose, Correct. their playoffs are out. That's just how it is. But their SEC East hopes are still alive. They're going to Atlanta regardless, I believe. I just think it's such a slim chance that Georgia loses these next two SEC games. Is everybody in agreement there? Yeah, I feel like the East is pretty much locked. I don't even if they were to drop one to Auburn, I think that uh, they'd be fired up enough that you wouldn't want to be the team on the other side. Of no, them. especially at home, which is where at where A and M's coming is to the coming to Athens. Does Georgia have what it takes to beat LSU? Yes. I think I agree to a point, and I'll go ahead and lay my out, and then you guys can say what you want to say. Uh, Georgia's defense against LSU's offense, I think, is, is a really, really great matchup. However, I'm not convinced right now to date that Georgia's offense is a good matchup for LSU's defense. I think LSU's defense is simply better than her offense. And I don't mean that from a player standpoint. I mean that from a schematic standpoint. 
Well, I'm going to say, you know, since we brought up the statistics and how far back we have to go to find a better defense than this, you're not going to you're not going to find a better Georgia defense than the Junkyard Dogs led by Eric Russell. And I'm going to tell you something. This is an Eric Russell-style defense. It is. Eric Russell liked to win games with defense. If the field goal kicker kicked the field goal and he won, that was a good day for Eric. And I'm going to tell you, my my thing on it is, is if this Georgia defense that quietly, I mean, nobody gave them the love, not even us on this show, gave them the love that they deserved on defense. You're and right. No one's talking. Well, they, they are now. It took this long now. for them to talk about this defense. Absolutely. And, and don't get me wrong, LSU's offense is amazing. But, and LSU whipped Alabama. Alabama's defense is definitely down. Anybody can see that. They yeah. don't pass the eye test that they have in, in years past. And LSU's defense is down as well. LSU is beating people because, now, they beat Alabama with a banged-up tool. We talked about that earlier. But LSU is beating people because they are just outscoring them. They score fast. You can't keep up with them. Well, they've got to get the ball in their hands. Yeah. For that to happen, You're right. Georgia is really good. We've got a really stingy defense. I mean, we—they proved against Missouri. Missouri ate a bunch of time off the clock on the last drive of the game. Their last drive of the game, bringing it down the field, but they did not score. Yeah. Now, Georgia can run the ball. They may not have run the ball in the last couple games like we are accustomed to seeing from this Georgia team, but Georgia can run the ball. The defense and and running the ball control the clock. Yes, Georgia can beat LSU. I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it like this. Um, I, I believe that our our defense can do enough to to hold that offense to a, a couple of stops. I think their defense lacks just enough to where we can keep up with them. Um, I'm still, I, I might be the only one on this. I'm still not convinced that our offense can can win us. A national championship this year, but um, I, I I do believe that their defense lacks enough to where our offense can score some points with them. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: Florida came in with a great defense, great by all means, better than LSU. And mm-hmm. Kirby and Coley came out with a completely different game plan than we'd seen, a completely different offense than we've seen, same place, but a completely different scheme than we'd seen. The execution that JT talked about earlier was there. Yeah. If that offense shows up with the defense that we have, I think we beat LSU. And I'm going to throw something out there that none of us have actually talked about. We don't just have the capability to score points on offense and special teams. Yeah, you're right. Our defense can score points. And I'm going to tell you what, this guy right here was jumping up and down and uh-huh. forces all get out. When our hometown boy took the ball back 71 yards. Oh, Richard LeCount, yes, sir. Yeah. Now, I'd have probably done one of his signature backflips and broke my neck if he'd have scored. Yeah, that was exciting. That was fun. But that, that's, that's, one, that's one facet of the game that we haven't really talked about is, you know, a defense can score points too, and we may put some points on the board with defense to take a little pressure off the offense. Yeah, and that, that, would, be, that would probably be a key as, as a defensive score. I am. I am. Uh, if 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 I can use this, I don't even know if this is a, is a thing, but it's a thing for me. So we're gonna make it a thing. I am very. I'm skeptically optimistic. Um, I was talking to a talking to a buddy of mine, and and I I, I threw I, I let Hunter in on this the other morning when we got the we got the shift change. Uh. What's to say, you know, everybody's talking about offense, offense, offense. You know, we, 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 we just don't we just don't have enough offense and blah, 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 blah. What's to say that Kirby can't win a natty doing things his way? Yeah, and, he definitely can. I think he can. And what, and, you know, and what I mean by that is – you know, we've all heard the saying ever since we've been little kids growing up, you know, defense will win you championships. But they also used to say you have to wait 30 minutes for you to get back in the pool after you eat. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how that is now. See, this, this, this is my thing with, 
you they you say they had a great game plan against Florida and they did. It was gorgeous to watch. It was. But that offense hasn't showed up two weeks in a row yet this season. But what 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 Kirby what neither has that same play calling though. Yeah. Right. So what so what we're ground control, game control, you control the clock by grinding it out. Keep the ball out of the other team's hands. I like I mean I, I'm okay exactly. with that. Yeah. You you have game control, then you're controlling the the opponent, yeah. basically. Not to mention, here was my feeling on Mizzou. That game, we talked about it with Florida, even though the score was much closer, that I didn't ever feel like the Florida game was in question. The Missouri game was never in no. question. Mm-hmm. No, not no. at any point. So when you've got a defense that's not allowing any points, who cares if Rodrigo kicks 24 field goals? Yeah, I'm okay right. with it. I, I've and, learned and to be okay saying. with it. You know, point, points are points. If you get us in the, if you get us within field goal range, you know, hey, let's kick it. You know, because because yeah. Rodrigo, eh, he's nobody really. Field goals aren't fancy, but you know, points are points. Yeah, that's and, right. And if you're shutting the other team out, three points is just as good as you know that's, a touchdown. And, and that's what that's that's kind of what me and my buddy was talking about. We were kind, of, you know, we were we were philosophizing. <laughs> Coming in with all these words, oh. man. I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, this, we're just big old word salad. JT's making over here. Yeah. Trying to broaden my horizon, Hunter. Uh, you trying to act all bougie? You get yeah. them? You got a PBR? Hunter, Hunter no, I do not have a PBR. I promise you that. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter has. He's he's got a uh, a variety of uh, dictionary uh, words. I have himself. a cornucopia. Uh, <laughs> you have a you have a copious amount. I have a copious words. amounts of verbiage yeah. that I can use, all of so, which are superfluous. So, so what put is the source down. What's what's to say that Kirby knows what we have on offense? You know, which is very Manila, <laughs> as as we all know. But we do grind it out. We do control the clock. We kick a lot of field goals. Yeah, and our defense comes out there and shuts the other I team down. I think George Pickens had him had himself coming out party. And uh, well, I, I was I was about confidence. to allude to that as well. Yeah, I was I was about to allude to the same thing. I mean, that game it already was a blowout, but it wasn't a pretty blowout. I mean, how spoiled are we as Georgia fans that a twenty-seven to nothing shutout isn't good isn't enough. good enough for yeah. us anymore? But you take you add that third touchdown that was called back on Pickens. And it's a blowout. Fromm has a day. Pickens has a day. And we're talking about the offense again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I still think they need a new offensive coordinator, but whatever. Hey, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll do some Week 12 picks. You guys down? Yeah. All right, don't go anywhere. Yeah. Hey guys, this episode of the Dropouts Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at JD's Landscaping and Irrigation. They are the professionals when it comes to your landscaping projects. Give them a call. Call Trey Heath, 912-271-6320. They can and will meet all of your landscaping needs with expertise. Our other sponsor for this show is brought to us is brought to you by Backwoods Customs Georgia out of Odom, Georgia. They are the authorized Rhino Liner dealer now what is rhino liner you ask rhino linings is the world leader in sprayed on truck bed liners and the bed liner brand most asked for by name they offer the widest selection of professionally installed bed liner products including hardline tough grip and their brand new solar mats which provides outstanding uv protection and color that's built right into the chemistry unlike other leading brands now they don't just spray your truck beds Nah, they do boats, they can do ATVs, they can do your Jeep, they do coolers. They do everything pretty much you can put a spray liner on. These guys can do it. So give them a call. You got Timothy Heard at 912-424-0565 and then Ryan Harrison at 912-402-3534. Again, that's Backwoods Customs, Georgia. We really, really appreciate their sponsorship. They're great guys out of Odom, Georgia. Give them a call. Backwoods Customs, Georgia. Again, thank you guys for listening.
All right, folks, we're back. We're going to get into some Week 12 pitch. we got 12 games we're going to talk about. Uh, we'll go through these real quick, all right, and uh, everybody will give their picks. We don't necessarily have to get into into any analysis right now. Let's just go with what we got. All right, so first on the slate, Michigan State is traveling to Michigan. Michigan favored by 13.5. The overrunners at 44. I have chosen Michigan to win. JT. Easy Michigan. Easy Michigan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big blue. Big blue. What's and, the uh, I think Statman. I think he'll go with the big blue. Okay. Yeah, he's away. He's away right now. He's coming. He's coming back. Um, Indiana's going to Penn State. Penn State. This will be a revenge game. Penn State's only favored by fourteen and a half, which is odd. I think Penn State more than <laughs> wins this game. Yeah, I think James Franklin gets his guys fired up. Penn State. Yeah, I think that's a pretty yeah. easy one. JT. Yeah, I think we'll probably uh, probably go with the uh, nitty lines on that one. We're all anonymous already. This one has upset alert on the interwebs. Navy at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's only favored by seven here. I don't know. I, I got to go. Notre Dame's going to win this, and they're going to win it by more than seven. Yeah, Notre Dame's going to win, and they're going to more than cover. Uh, Navy does control the ball, but they don't have enough for Notre Dame. No, nah, I don't think so either. What about you, JT? Um. Man, this, that's, that's kind of intriguing. Uh, it's tempting, right? Yeah, it is. Um, and there has there there has been a you know a lot of discussion about this game actually. Yeah. Um. I. I guess since they're playing in South Bend. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm gonna have to go with the Domers. All right, Notre Dame. Yeah. Matthew Tayo proves. <laughs> Is Statman yeah. back with us, or is he still stepped away? Statman, you going with the Domers? You're going with the Domers. All right. Here's another one that's kind of intriguing. Texas, who's ranked 19th right now, is going to Iowa State. They're going to be playing in Ames. However, Iowa State is favored by seven. I'm going with Iowa State. I think Iowa State pulls off. The- I'll yeah. go with the upset here. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're playing in they're 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 playing in Ames and and I've I've told you earlier that Ames is is a whole different animal um, yeah. when when Iowa State plays there, uh, so yeah I'm going with the Cyclones. Corey, you got Iowa State? No, I'm going to go Longhorns. You're going Texas? All right. I'm they uh, they proved me right this past week and uh, which and one's think... the upset though? Is it the upset because Texas is ranked and Iowa State's not, or because they're Iowa State's favored? Well, I'm going with the upset as in Iowa State being favored. You know? I got you. I'm going, yeah, I'm going against the money yeah, right now, right. and well, I, and I expect that line to move as well. I think it will. I think it will shift. I think it'll actually shift down. Yeah. Um, Statman, I, I think Statman's going with Iowa State also. Okay. Now here's another one. There's a lot of tempting games. That's why I said this week is pretty cool. Uh, Oklahoma's going to Baylor, and Oklahoma I believe is favored by ten. Over unders at sixty-seven and a half. I am going with Oklahoma. I don't think Baylor has anything for Oklahoma. I'm going with Oklahoma as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me the Boomer Sooners. Boomer Sooners. Y'all got to pick something different here. Yeah, man. We're all in unity here. What about Statman? Oklahoma's playing who? Baylor. Ooh, give me Baylor. Ah, there we go. Is coming in with the teeth. Now here's the here's the fun one. Minnesota is going to take on Iowa. Iowa right now is favored by three. This line will shift. Over and under is at 44.5. I think Iowa wins this. This is at Iowa. Minnesota is going to come in. They're going to be riding that high for Penn State. They're just, they're just, I think they're going to find a way to lose this game. More than Iowa finds a way to win. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go Golden Gophers because I just want to see if they're real. Still not sure what a golden gopher is, but I'm going with JT on this one. Okay. I, you know, I, I second-guessed them last week, and, and they proved me wrong. So, nah. let's go golden gophers. I'm going to stick with Iowa. See, Iowa lives – this is this is the type of game that they live for, just like ruining somebody's season. Yeah. Um, And, and I, I predicted Iowa – or uh, 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 Minnesota to fall off, and I believe this is the game where they, where they start that trend. So, you're going so. with the Hawkeyes? Give me the Hawkeyes. Man, we went with the Hawkeyes last week, and they didn't do it for us, man, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, the Gators, they're traveling to the other Columbia to take on Mizzou Tigers. 
Right now, the line is surprisingly Florida's only favored by seven. The over-unders at 50 and a half. I expect this line to shift. I do expect Florida to be favored more. Kelly Bryant will be playing this game. Um, I'm going to let you guys pick first. I do think Kelly Bryant is going to be – you're going to see a different Mizzou offense. But uh, And I hate – absolutely hate to do this, but I'm going to take the Gators two weeks in a row. Yeah. Okay. Statman? Well, Kelly Bryant's coming back. They got shut out last week. Florida shut out Vanderbilt last week. Yep. I believe this is going to be a low-scoring game, and uh, I think uh, I think Missouri pulls it out. Man. Yes. I'm going with <laughs> good pick, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Mizzou also because. The Gators are coming in to Mizzou. It's going to be cold, and the crowd's going to be rowdy. Is it? And, See, I don't uh, expect there to be much of a crowd at all. <laughs> what Missouri team are you talking about where the crowd's going to be? They, they, will be, they will be rowdy. The they sweater vests ready. are coming off, guys. Oh, That's no. right. That's right. So, yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm going with the Mizzou. All right. Well, we're going to have to be split on this. I, I I hate to do it. God, I hate to do it. But I just think UF wins and they win big. I think they go in. I think they dominate. That's just a feeling. I hope, I'm, you know, maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Speaking of domination, poor Mississippi State has to host the Alabama Crimson Tide. And yeah. This line right now is at 20 and a half, I believe. I think that actually might have went down. But Alabama's obviously favored. Um the Mississippi State Bulldogs are not a good football team right now. No. And I think you don't even have to play Tua in this game and still win this game big. Uh, in fact, I would think you're going to see Matt Jones start this game. So, I take Bama to win this and cover. I take Bama to win and cover and exactly why, you know, JT was on Bama last week. All Matt Jones is going to have to do is turn around and hand the ball to Najee Harris. Bama went big. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. What say you there, Stat Man? I feel like you're kind of mulling over a possible upset. That's <laughs> weird if you are. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was, I was looking things up. Okay. Uh, if, um, I'm going to save you the time. Again? Put Bama. Who's 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 playing? We're, talk, we're talking uh, Bama and Mississippi Bama State. Bama. Uh, uh, yeah, this that's you. Sh- you shouldn't even ask me that question. <laughs> All right, well, you know the cowbells. The cowbells are going to be out in full force, man. You know, but two of you go out there with a prosthetic leg, which I think he really <laughs> and uh, Mississippi State. Yeah. All right. So Kentucky coming off of a loss to Tennessee are traveling back. They're going to Tennessee this time to take on Vanderbilt, who is absolutely awful. Kentucky's <laughs> favored by ten and a half. Um, I'm taking Kentucky to win this game. Yeah, I'd like to say that. Uh... I don't know what's going on at Vanderbilt. But, yeah, I I just – we know one person was sold on Vanderbilt last week. Let's hear what he has next, but I'm I'm taking Kentucky. Well, I can promise you that I'm not anchoring down this week. (laughs) (laughs) I can promise you that. We're going to Big Blue Uh, Nation here, huh? I'm going – I'm picking picking Big Blue. All right. Statman? I, I will never not pick Kentucky. You will never. What about when they play Georgia? Yeah. What about when they play Georgia? I will pick Kentucky to cover the spread. Oh. <laughs> wildcat over here. All right. Uh, you know my homeboy plays plays up there. Yeah, I got it. Got a, got a good boy up there. So South Carolina is traveling to College Station. A and M is favored by eleven, which is kind of a weird line. But uh, is there any chance of an upset here, fellas? I don't think so. I think a, I think A and M wins this game. Pretty I think good. this. I think it. I think this game could possibly get very ugly. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I think so. I think after this. You game, know what? I'll be the one to go out on a limb, and I'll take. Oh, I'll take boy. Carolina. Okay. All right. Oh lord. Did you watch them against App State? There, I did. I did. That's okay. what I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Carolina. It's the same team that's going to play Texas A&M now. <laughs> it's also the same team to beat Georgia. Oh, yeah. Why would you you're, you're do correct. something, bro? 
You're you're Come correct on, on that. But it's not the same team basically that was in Athens that we had at that time. Personnel wise, yes. Personnel wise, yes. But you you just confused all of us with that. <laughs> well, what I'm different. saying is what I'm saying is is they bust us in the mouth and then we started hitting ourselves. So yeah. um yeah, we we uh we weren't the same. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, you know, Carolina. Um and and from what I understand that most champ wasn't too upset about losing to App State, which I don't understand why. But uh I don't you know, think he cares at this point. You know, whatever. Um I just don't think uh I don't think they have anything for Texas A&M. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm gonna think we're all we're all for Texas A&M except for Corey. So whatever. Um, I think that <laughs> yeah, I I agree with uh, JT over here. I think yeah. it could get very ugly, but um, not in the not in a good way. Like I think it could be like one of the sloppiest games of the year. Oh well, okay. But I think Texas A&M pulls it out. So speaking of sloppy, LSU is going to Oxford, Mississippi. The line that, is that one's going to be ugly. This is going to be ugly. Yeah. LSU is favored by twenty-one. The over/under is sixty-five and a half. Obviously, we're all picking LSU to win. I would think. Not going that far out on them. Yeah, definitely staying with LSU. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think LSU is going to going to hit the over/under by themselves. You think what's so? The, what's the uh, What's the over/under? Uh, sixty-five and a half. Yeah, very possible. No. Uh. Man, I'm just picking straight up. LSU's gonna win. There's just no yeah, LSU's, about it. LSU's I, gonna win. I'm I'm gonna take LSU, but I'm taking the under. Okay, and, and that's probably a safe bet. But I do think LSU covers the 21 point spread. I mean, you yeah, know, they, they're going into they're going into the Grove, man. You know, yeah. They 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 coming off on the high and uh, Matt you know, Luke's got a you know. He's coming and back. They're gonna, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna meet up with uh, uh, Rice Plumley, uh, who's been tearing it up of late. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if anybody in the conference or the country will not let their team get too high or too low, or keep them at a high, it'll be Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, I think that man just wakes up and pumps out like fifty log presses. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a intravenous Red Bull. I'm yeah. sure. He so. has a yeah, he, he hooks up his IV full of Red Bull at night <laughs> when he's asleep. So here's the game that we're all concerned about. Our boys, red and black. Georgia Bulldogs are heading into Auburn, Alabama to take on the Tigers in the Deep South's oldest rivalry, the 2019 edition. The overrunners at 41, UGA favored. By two and a half, I believe this line's already shifted to three. Um, I think, and I want store predictions here, fellas, not just straight up. Let's do some store predictions. That's fun to me. So I'm going to do that. Um, well, I think yours, yours is the only one that matters since you were spot on with the Florida game. Yeah, yeah no kidding. That's why I want to keep doing them. So, <laughs> so I, obviously we're all picking UGA to win, I would assume. Um, yes. I'm going to say that we win. And I think it's going to be pretty to- pretty close. Toast. <laughs> I like toast. Toast? I, I hope we do toast them. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be pretty close. I think our defense makes some plays. I do think we are efficient on offense. We may not be explosive on offense, but we are efficient. And I believe we, we pull out a win 27-20. I believe we win. I believe we have one of those defensive touchdowns, and I believe we come out of there 28-14. 28-14, I like it. Is that the same score you picked against Florida? No, is. No, no. Is it? I, th- I don't no, know. No, because I was, I was only three off. I think Statman. Yeah, I... he's right. Statman picked twenty fourteen, I believe. Okay, I knew, I knew somebody did. Yeah. I just couldn't remember. I, uh, I picked. I, I was dead on in that game. In case you guys didn't know. Twenty four. In case you forgot, I was dead on. JT, you yeah, got a score prediction. Uh, I'm going with, uh, mm, 30-20. 30-20. All right. Cool. Let's see. I'm going to predict 38-17. to 17. 
Let me tell you why. Holy, all right, yeah, I'm all yeah. Bo Nix in the in the team in the, in the games that were where they played a ranked opponent this year is averaging only about 150 yards. Uh, he has around a 35 or 36 QBR in those games, and all six of his interceptions this year have came against ranked opponents. Look at he's this played like Dookie. He's played like Dookie against Florida, LSU, and he got lucky against Oregon. <laughs> he said Dookie. <laughs> uh, I think it's a family show, fellas. I think our defense is going to, if they don't end up with a touchdown, they'll, they'll get a couple of picks. Um, and uh, I think our, our passing offense is hopefully we come out with the same type of game plan that we did against Florida. And uh, we put up some points. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're going to be able to get pressure on just like we did on Trask. I, I think I think we'll be able to get pressure on, on yeah. Knicks. And I th- so, and DeAndre- yeah, and Auburn, Auburn's not going to be able to run the ball to take any pressure off the of Knicks. And DeAndre no. Swift has been pretty pretty dynamic against Auburn, and I don't I don't see that changing much. And even if it does, we still have Harrion and Zeus, and I think Pickens is going to play with some emotion. Hopefully, he is you know going well, to kind of curtail that a little bit, but. Auburn doesn't. Auburn doesn't have the depth on defense that we have either. No. And I think the same mentality is going to go on. I think it's just going to come down to grinding, wearing them down, wearing yeah. them down, wearing them down, and uh, eventually we're going to hit those uh, perimeter sweeps, and uh, there won't be nothing out there. All right. Well, these pits are locked in, fellas. That's good stuff. Uh. Yeah, so if Georgia wins, obviously, we win the East and keep our playoff hopes alive. So we'll we'll see what happens this Saturday. I'm excited about it. It's one of my favorite rivalry games out there. A lot of people who don't even who aren't fans of Georgia or Auburn they tune into this game because it, to me it's just a physical. It's a different level of physicality with this team. But when and that's why I plays. wish they wouldn't change it. Well, I I, I do. I'm, I'm glad they are because look at by this point in the season we're so banged up, which they are too, Auburn. But I'm glad to get it a little earlier in the season. Yeah, look at the implications though this has. Yeah. Well, I just I, I like it earlier in the season because we get a good test early. We don't have to play, you know, Austin P and yeah, early and often test like them early that. and often. We have something to look forward to in the first couple weeks of the season. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's pretty much our show. So find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Subscribe. Like. Uh, wherever you find your podcast, you'll find us, whether that's iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Spotify. Um, we appreciate our sponsors, which is JD's Landscaping and Backwoods Customs, Georgia. Uh, we really appreciate you, the listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, guys, let's sign off. Jason, tell the people bye. All right, fellas. Uh, been, been real, been fun. Uh, hopefully it's going to be real, real fun after the weekend's over with. Amen. And, uh, we'll have a lot to celebrate. Uh, everybody, just do what I always do, man. Y'all live life to the fullest, and as always, go dogs. Stat man. Um, how would you guys feel if uh, an incomplete pass was a penalty? What? What? Because that's how it was in 1910. I feel like if, that would be completely you... bougie, is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back before uh, you know, 1910 was the, was the last season that a, in, that a, a forward, an incomplete forward pass was a 15 yard penalty. So, Interesting. Uh, um, peace out and go dogs. Good stat. What about you, Corey? What you got? You got something? Well, I don't know how to, don't know how to follow that up. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> he never knows. He never knows how to follow that stat man. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I got to quit going behind that. I mean, nineteen ten. Come on. Seventy-five all right, percent all right. of all statistics are made up. Abraham Lincoln. Hey, there you go. <laughs> No, wait a minute. Guessing that that wasn't one right. falls in line. Man. What, what is it? What is it? What is it? Seventy-five percent of all, hundred seventy-five percent of all statistics are made up. I found that. On, I don't know. I'm screwing it up. Yeah, Moving leave on. stats to stat, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's hard. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Good night, folks, and uh, go dogs. Yeah, folks. Hey, we appreciate you listening. I'm Hunter. Love and light. God bless. Go dogs. We'll see you next time.